Today we have really lived a worthwhile life, having spent our time today doing something that is very worthwhile to ourselves and to this community, as well as the extended family and communities that we live in, away from here. All day, all day we have spent our time in seclusion, which is not feeding the uh, torments of the mind. And we've undertaken the three trainings of the Buddha's Noble Eightfold Path, which is the path to uh, realize the end of suffering. And these three trainings are the purification of our speech and behavior, which we have uh, practiced through taking and keeping the precepts that we chant in the morning. And by being careful in our speech and actions, not to harm others uh, intentionally, then it enables us to enjoy the happiness of living in a community in harmony. And that's that's worth doing. It's worth practicing the precepts in order to enjoy that happiness. And we've also undertaken the practice of mindfulness, which purifies the mind of the uh, obsessive torments. Now you may not think that you've uh, purified your mind of torments, but <laughs> moment to moment, you know, every moment of mindfulness is a moment free of torment. So we've been making the effort to do that, and that makes our life worthwhile. Of course, there's a lot of room for improvement, but we'll be here tomorrow. So, but still, we have done what we could today to develop mindful awareness, that remembering to notice the present or to recognize the present moment's experience. Temporarily purifying the mind. And this enables us or brings us closer to enjoying the happiness of the mind that is secluded from obsessing, from obsessions. And that is a great relief form of happiness. So that's also a worthwhile thing to do. And finally, or I say, uh, along with these two practices, we've also practiced vipassana, which is the practice of awareness, which includes both recognizing the present moment and beginning to understand and live wisely in relationship to our bodies, minds. And this practice of developing wisdom purifies our understanding. And as we purify our understanding, we put aside those or temporarily uh, su suppress or arrest the beliefs and assumptions 
and hopes and fantasies that we have acquired over many years, if not lifetimes, that really don't lead us to happiness. And we've acquired this conditioning through our parents and our schooling and our communities and our society and our governments. And it just doesn't work. And so we need to practice vipassana to see truly the way things are and what truly leads to peace of mind. And we've been spending our time doing that today. Still, I guess, you know, there's lots of room for improvement, but we've done what we could. Think of it this way. Every moment of the day that you've been that you've been here with some awareness or trying to be aware, you've been fulfilling the three trainings of the Noble Eightfold Path. What more could you do? What more could you do, really? We've read the Dharma, we've discussed the Dharma, we've practiced the Dharma, we've kept our hearts and minds pure, we've purified our understanding. This is a worthwhile endeavor, worthwhile expenditure of our efforts today. So one of my other teachers in Burma, Saito Upandita, who recently passed away, used to say, it's better to live a worthy life than a successful one. You might be successful, but you might not, but you can always live a worthy life. And that's through practicing as we have today. So this is a this is a good thing to do. And again, as I mentioned last night, it's not easy. Um, It's very difficult. It may be the most difficult thing we, we ever do is to look, confront our own conditioning and disentangle our hearts from wrong understanding, wrong habits, wrong thoughts. It's great to practice in a community like this because if you see your mind, you know others' minds. What you see in your mind is what others see in their minds. And so we we come into alignment and resonance with one another that uh, we don't have to speak about, but we all know that we all are investing in something in common. Awareness, understanding, peace of mind, This is a good way to live. Thank you all very much for contributing your efforts and your energy, your generosity to uh, offer a job to help keep the place together today. And for those who offered the meal dana today, thank you very much. So, we can take some rest now and know that we have lived a worthy life today. Yeah, it's been painful. Yeah, we've struggled. Yeah, we wish it could have been better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, we did pretty good.
อนิจจวัตสังคาราอุปาดวายาดามิโนอุปกิตวานิรุจันติเดสัมอุปาสมโมสุโคบุรุษเอ็ด All conditioned things are rising and passing away. They're impermanent. And if you deeply understand this, it is the key to the highest happiness, or maybe I should say the most subtle happiness, the most refined happiness, which is the happiness of peace. So, whatever it is you have to do between now and sleep, do it with awareness. Not just kind of pull the plug, or leave your awareness on your cushion and stumble into bed. That's what you might feel like, but. <laughs> You know, one thing I discovered in practice is, it's not so much that we have to do something dramatic, or we're going to find some amazing experiences in practice. But if we just have the courage to look at the very familiar, ordinary, mundane experiences of life, that's how we'll wake up. The most ordinary, the most mundane, common, nothing special experiences. Because that's where we're asleep. We've brushed our teeth so many hundreds and thousands of times. We don't even pay attention anymore. But if you pay attention to every time, you know, was it two minutes every time you brush your teeth, at least once or twice a day for the rest of your life? You know how many months that is? Maybe even a year, depending on how old you are. <laughs> Or going to the toilet. You know, I hate to talk about things that. Not so pleasant and whatever, but you know, just think if you made going to the toilet a practice, a, a real mindfulness practice, months and months, <laughs> really, and eating, of course, you know, and even the time that you spend, you know, when you get in, when you get into your room, somehow when you get into your room and you close the door, you kind of think, there, I've left my. Monitor outside the room, and I can do whatever I want. <laughs> Somebody knows what you're doing, and it's you. <laughs> you know, you can't ever get away from your internal observer. So, be careful. Anyway, see you in the morning, and we can continue our practice together. <laughs>